In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, welcome to another episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. I am your host, Jeff Zimfer. So thrilled to have you here. We have got another awesome show lined up with two awesome guests. That's right, two, count them, two, two for the price of one. None other than two people I've been following for quite a while who are doing some amazing things online with video. They're funny, they're witty, they're smart, they're intelligent, and they are sincere. And they're really making a difference out there in establishing, uh, I think, some standards when it comes to how do you implement video in your business as a mortgage loan originator. Who am I talking about? Well, I am talking about none other than Ryan Christensen, also known as RC and Ryan Hills. The two mysterious men behind the resource.tv. That is the resource.tv. Get it? Real estate source TV? I knew you would. So today we're unpacking this whole concept of video marketing. You're going to hear um, maybe for the first time, for some of you who aren't followers of the resource.tv, you should be. They're doing some really killer videos over there. But you're going to hear kind of the backstory of how uh, Ryan got started in implementing video into his business as a mortgage originator and really turned it around for him during the mortgage meltdown crisis of you know, 2007, 2008, and was scratching his head trying to figure out what am I going to do to you know, rise above the noise and really be able to get, you know, separate myself out there in the marketplace. And obviously it turned into something very big, amazing, incredible. Uh, and now this platform has just grown like crazy. They've had a bunch of some of my favorite people on their podcast, uh, including the likes of Dave Savage, a mortgage coach, Barry Habib, of MBS Highway, Frank and Brian, and a whole bunch of others. So you'll hear more about that, but you'll also be here best practices for how to even if you're nervous as hell about being on video, even if you don't like the way your shiny head shines off the light uh, and the camera in video, we're going to talk about how to get over that and how to get through that and really start to come up with ways and ideas you can ease your way into incorporating video into your business because video is the killer app online right now. Talk about the next best thing to be in there, video, driving engagement, driving conversions. If you're not doing video yet, Hopefully, after listening to this podcast, 
you'll start doing the video. So without further ado, let's transition over to RC and Ryan. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio. RC and Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us, man. Hey, hey, what's up, Jeff? Hey, hey, hey. So glad to have you guys here. Uh, you guys are, I referred to you earlier before we hit record as video gods. Are you comfortable with that? You okay? No. Not at all. No, not at all. <laughs> kind of makes me uncomfortable. It's very nice of you, though. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. You know, I have to tell you, I was getting in ready for uh, today's recording, doing so by watching some of the videos on your site at theresource.tv. And yeah. I, yeah, I particularly liked the compliance monkey. I mean, I, I oh thought, my god, I love <laughs> the compliance monkey, dude. That was one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen. I mean, the monkey just on your back, following you around the whole time. When did you eat corn? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, it's hard to do those creative, funny shows. They're, they're obviously the most fun to do, and they actually get watched more than any other show. But there's a lot that goes into them, uh, so that's like our biggest request. Like, hey guys. Do, do more funny shit. Oh, can I swear on this? Yes, Sorry. yes. We'll, we'll put one of those big E's on the podcast for uh, Ryan yeah. swears a lot. <laughs> we have, we're on a 10-second delay. <laughs> yeah, but they always say do more funny stuff. So we got like three or four funny shows in the hopper, and we'll, we'll work to get those out. Yeah, so how long does it take you to produce a video like that? Well, the funny ones, they're usually off-site. There's a lot of writing. There's more characters involved. Those take a lot longer. Like that'll take a, a whole day just to shoot and get it, you know, get it done right. And then another whole day to, you know, for RC to edit it and stuff. So, you know, probably a couple of days, but the regular show, it still takes us a whole day to do just a regular show, believe it or not. Yeah. And I know I've seen somewhere you guys have like a blooper and outtakes reel. Yeah. We try to throw those in there. Keep it fun. Keep it fresh. Yeah. Yeah. I mess up a lot basically is what RC is saying. <laughs> is there a script actually? <laughs> uh, for, so we, how long have we been doing this? Seven years? Yeah. Seven years. Yeah. Seven years ish. Uh, for the first half, it, there wasn't, uh, and then um, trying to get so much content in a short amount of time to not lose people's attention is really difficult. So right. um, I started writing about three years ago, uh, just just out of necessity, because you know shows can get seven, eight, nine, ten minutes long, and that's boring, as you know what. So um, now they're now they're scripted, and, and we we write them, but you know we we have fun with it too, so it's not so scripted. But there is, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there's kind of the big message that you want to get across and that kind of builds everything. Like the most recent one you have, why the increase in failed sales now, right? There's obviously a, a purpose. Yeah. Failed sales that's taken off. That's our, I think our most recent one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, realtors are obviously having a huge problem with that lenders as well. And that's the, that's my challenge is trying to put timely content out. I love it when we're early, if it's timely, um, it's just as good, but uh, that one ran all week, you know, realtors picked it up and, and they're like, Hey, you know, consumers, this is what's going on. So, uh, I love it. It's like the biggest compliment to RC and I, when, uh, different companies will take it and use it as training material or they, they forward it to the consumer and educate the consumer. Yeah. Um, cause we don't monetize the show. So for us, that's our payoff. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. For those listening that, uh, may not be familiar, which I can't believe anybody on this planet is in the mortgage business wouldn't be. The resource TV. You guys, you mentioned you've been doing this seven years. How did you? What was that? I don't know if you can think back to when that whole thing started. About well, hey, let's start doing some videos, man. I mean, how did that whole thing happen? Uh, who came up with that idea, or was it just like let's let's friggin' give this a try? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, oh, geez. So seven years ago, I was 
in origination, uh, loan officer, and RC was doing marketing as well. And it was right basically during the recession or right afterwards. And we were trying to figure out a way to stay relevant. You know, um, I didn't have 20 years in the business at that time, like most of my friends, to kind of rely on relationships that would get, you know, get me through. Um, so, you know, we just kind of sat down and we're like, let's, let's just try this video thing. And, um, and it was all just to try to stay relevant, just to try to get through, you know, the recession. And so we had no idea what we were doing. We had the worst quality and equipment ever. (laughs) (laughs) Understatement of the year. Um, And you can still find those, those videos somewhere. I'm going to go to leave this. I'm going to go to leave (laughs) this. Yeah, Yeah. probably should. Um, so we just jumped in head first at that time. The only people uh, that were doing video is our good friends, Frank and Brian. They had the think big work small back then. It's called the national real estate post now. Um, and we're like, well, you know, that's a good idea. We can do that. And so we just jumped head first into it. Um, we shot our first show and um, the way we got viewers is we actually, it was like door knocking. We literally went to, <laughs> you know, realtor offices and, and hosted different like events at title and escrow companies and played the show. Uh, and they're like, oh, that's interesting. So it started super small. We got, yeah, yeah, got got traction from realtors. Um, nobody was doing it. Um, oddly enough, seven years later, there's very few people still doing it, which boggles my mind. Hmm. Um, and then um, it took off. It, it was just meant to try to get our name out there and stay through the recession locally. Pretty soon, we had you know views in Oregon and California, and then just it went all the way to the East Coast. And RC was, you know, he's the he's the brains behind the operation. So he's watching the analytics go up the hills. Like, dude, we're getting watched in Florida and New York and even out of the country. Oh, all the time, yeah. Um, and then, you know, at, at that time, Frank and Brian were kind of the mortgage rock stars and, and the real true gods. Um, I was fishing in Alaska one day, actually, and RC calls me. He's like, you'll never believe this, but they called and they want you to, to guest host the show. And I was like, holy shiz. Really? That's crazy. Straight from Alaska? Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. So uh, I was Is like, that's that true. Really cool. Come on. That's- yeah. yeah. And, and like for me, I was like, you know, Johnny Carson calling you <laughs> in the mortgage <laughs> industry, like, hey, can you help host the show? Right. So we were super flattered. You know, they, he's like, hey, we love your quality, RC, and then we love the message. They were getting busy. They were traveling. Um, so that's, you know, that was a huge boost for us because that again kind of put us on the map. They have a show that comes out every day. Our show comes out still today, once a week on Mondays. And um, we started to become a regular uh, guest host on Think Big, Work Small. And um, you know what? The the rest is history. It just keeps growing, growing, growing. It keeps opening doors. Um, You know, we we travel. I wish we could travel more, but we travel a lot and speak at different events and meet a lot of cool people. Yeah. Um, So I want to go back to what you mentioned. You, You went to realtor offices, showed up and basically what, put up a screen or opened your laptop and showed the show? Yeah, well, since it was on the internet, we could just use whatever was there. So we'd just go to the, the, the page, uh-huh. you know, the resource.tv, and we would play it. And it was still fresh and new. Again, I think video still is, oddly enough. It sounds super needy. I know. Um, <laughs> but we're like, hey, we want you to watch the show. And if you like it, you can subscribe for free. And we made it easy for them to subscribe. And it was literally door knocking, you know, that's the equivalent of door knocking for sales. Yeah, for views, yeah. And that's really like, honestly, back then it was YouTube. It was basically the primary video player and, you know, social medias weren't super, super relevant at that point, at least for the professional industry. And so, um, you know, an email only goes so far and, you know, week after week and, 
you know, share after share and subscriber and business card after business card. We're like, hey, yeah, this doesn't sound like the most logical thing to do for scalability, but it's what we control and we can do. And Ryan and I have always really just said, hey, what's what do we control on how we can affect our future, right? And so many people look past that mm-hmm. and, you know, never give it a shot just because they don't believe that they can do it or they don't have enough money to do something. Yeah. It's all about getting started and just doing your best. I remember we had we handed out uh, our business card and QR codes just came out, so we thought we were super cool. We put a QR code on the back that would go right to the video. <laughs> Love it. Are you still using QR codes today? No, um, I don't. You I don't, don't need. We are, are we? No, not at all. I mean, they still they still work. I mean, no, I, I, I'm not trying to knock the technology. I just remember we thought we were so cool because we were like the first to the party using QR codes. But that's just for print, uh, you know, uh, internet traffic. So we don't do a lot of print specific. Okay, so I want to kind of connect this to the dots, right? We get, our, our listeners are obviously mortgage loan originators. You guys are, you know, very close to that. Having, you know, like you said, Ryan, you're still, still, a, you're now a what? A, a branch manager today? Yeah, I'm a district manager. Um, so I have uh, several branches in Washington that I um, that I manage and lead. Okay, all right. So going back to though, um, you wanted to leverage video to get engagement. Can you share um, just a couple of highlights of, okay, when you started doing this, right? You went to the realtor, started showing the show, and people were impressed, and they got good content and stuff. So what did that do for your, your mortgage business? Well, uh, again, the, the original intent, intent was to just try to make it through the recession. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, back then, you, you could do anything. Video was just one uh, to try to meet a new realtor um, or try to meet a new referral partner. So that was kind of our, our move is, is to get in front of them. Uh, if they liked the show, um, pr- there were pretty good odds that, you know, we were probably going to, you know, work together Big fairly content. well as well, you know, because they appreciated the content, they appreciated the show. Um, you know, it got me in front of more realtors. Um, and well, not only that, had- but I, I want to pause for not to interrupt you, but not only got you in front of realtors, that's obviously important, but you, you were in a completely different position. You weren't coming in, hey, you know, send me a loan and I can give me your toughest deal, you know, all that stuff. You're like, hey, let me show you something. I think you're going to find it valuable. Yeah. I mean, people would refer to it like, what's your unique value prop, right? Yeah. So, yeah, to your point, it was super different. It was way outside the box. Mm. Um, they We quickly figured out, and we didn't plan on this, but, um, you know, RC and I were a team, and, and they would start asking us questions like, you know, hey, so how, how can I use video to grow my, you know, mm. uh, real estate business? Or how can I... You know, we, we were constantly, and we still today try to stay in front of everything. So when we would show something new, that would, you know, pose a huge question like, how do I leverage this? Social media became big. How do I leverage social media? You know, I remember when we were first to talk about boosting posts on social media. You know, that conversation, targeted ads, that conversation would come right up. Like, great show. You know, help me, help me understand how to do this for my business, um, which is great. You know, you're trying to, uh, you're trying to help them grow their business in a compliant way, um, and and you both win because they're doing more business and hopefully they're sending it to you. And um, yeah, you're, to your point, yeah, it had it kind of set us up on a different. It, it took rates and fees off right. off the you know off the map. You know, I was like, we never even had that conversation. Exactly. It was there was no hey, you know, do you close on time? All that. No, it just became wow. They're just like so enamored with what you're doing. They're like, hey, help me do this too. They would immediately elevate the conversation. Yeah, I mean that's a it was a good lesson for me. I still think it's a good lesson today. If if we're out there selling rates, fees, and closing on time. Uh, the top end realtors, which I went after, you know, I, I was I was proud enough to earn the number one and number two guys business in Washington for a long time. Um, they're going to go great. That's what you're supposed to do, Ryan. And, and so, 
you can't sell that. Like that's our job. Uh, what's next? Right. So I would never sell what I was supposed to do as far as lending 101. And I think a lot of us still today get lost on rates and fees and closing on time. That's, that should be to be expected, uh, you know, from us. Yeah. That's like, like asking an agent. So, so what do you do in real estate? Uh, I sell homes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. So you got to get beyond it. And for us beyond it was, you know, what we just talked about. Yeah. Okay, that's very that's a great story. Um, you know, kudos to you guys for having the the guts, you know, if you will, to just you know go out there and try it, do something different, unique, and you know, it came out of perhaps like you had said, survival, right? How do we get through this tough time uh, and walk through the fire? And there's a lot of takeaways from that mm-hmm. um, that I learned, and, and we get asked about it a lot, like how did you how did you make it work? And honestly, it's commitment. So often we we just try something new. And it doesn't work the first two, three, four, five times. And we just throw in the towel before we ever give it a chance to really work. I mean, we grinded and door knocked for, you know, it seemed like forever. Hmm. I don't know how many months or years it was before it really uh, took traction. But the staying with the, uh, you know, the approach and the idea and the plan, that is a huge takeaway. You just got to stay committed. You never know when things are going to pop. And like for us, the phone's going to ring and you're going to host a national show, right? Right. Um, so staying committed, and it doesn't have to be video. I, I we are, we are obviously passionate about video, but yeah, you know, always say there's a million ways to make a million bucks. You know, choose yours and, and commit to it. Uh, and we've talked about a number of those other ways on this podcast, from teaching classes to a variety of different things. But bottom line is exactly right. yeah yeah the how to stuff that you're awesome at. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you guys obviously recognize that it's like we need to differentiate ourselves. So how can I position myself as something other than just a loan officer? add value to the agent's business. And like you said, you get a lot of agents you know, asking you, hey. It really works well when it matches with your why, which we talk about a lot. Hmm. Um, we learned a lot from Simon Sinek. I love yep. him. He's a great author. Oh. Um, and for us, that matches both RC and, and my why. We're passionate about video. We're good about it. We like it. So we're not doing anything that feels like a job. It, it, it feels like, you know, it, we're fulfilled doing it. We're excited about it. Even seven years later, we're not bored of it. Right. And so, again, it doesn't have to be video. Right. But, find your why. Yeah, but when you find your why and you're matched up or equally yoked, it's going to work great and, and you're going to love it and it's going to be effective and efficient. So when you say you find your why, um, is there something beneath the passion of video and that, it, that it, you know, it connects on a lot of dots for you guys? You know, things that you like, well, you know, tech and all that. But yeah, go ahead. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. For me, you know, Aunt RC can answer for yourself. But for me, I mean, I've always, you know, I was a the one of three kids, so I was always trying to get attention. <laughs> so I was always constantly performing and trying to make my brother and sister and my parents laugh and stuff. So I, I guess I have a little bit of an entertainer in me. Um, I, I've never been fearful of talking in front of people. I love making them laugh, which is why we do the funny shows. Um, I'm passionate about this industry and I love to stay in front of it. I've always like when a new program would come out, I would read the guidelines like a nerd and study them. And, you know, I would take, I'd be prideful that I knew every guideline for this new program. Um, so that, you know, all that kind of matches up with my why as to why I feel so fulfilled doing video and, you know, RC, I mean, he's so good on the back end. Um, it, it just, it just like utilizes every one of his strengths. It's crazy. When I was like 22, I nearly lost my life, and mm-hmm. um, and that just made me really appreciate time and realize that each day is a gift. And I know it sounds so cliche, but you have one day, so don't waste a freaking moment or a freaking day yeah. dealing with drama and other small things. Go after building 
who you want to become and don't stop. And there's a relentless effort. My 21st birthday, we had a chance to do the resource. We shot the show, did eight hours of editing. It all got corrupted for the National Real Estate Post and canceled my birthday family fund and everything stuck with it. Got it out for the East Coast by 2 a.m. And you just, you buckle down and do what you're called to do. And I just, I feel so passionate about that. So many people will run out of steam and energy and they'll never see that side of commitment because it's not truly matters to them. You know, there's other things that matter to people. So just aligning your why with your your values is so, so, so huge. Yeah, absolutely. That'll get get you to follow through when the times are tough. That's great. Great info, man. Thank you. Um, you know, I'm thinking if you guys were going to be two superheroes, it sounds like a Batman and Robin. I think I think Hills is blushing right now. <laughs> <laughs> we can leave it at that. You don't have to answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if we really heard you. I think did you say something about superheroes? Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, you got like you said, uh, Ryan. You know, uh, you're good in front of the camera. You're the funny guy. And grew up right trying to make people laugh. RC, you're good yeah. with the tech side. That's like a Batman and Robin superhero, you know, dynamic duo thing. Well, yeah. I mean, he's very. He's it's a compliment. Very yin to my yang type thing. Uh, so. I couldn't do what I do without him, and RC wouldn't be able to do it either. So it works out perfect. Yeah, that's great. All right, cool. Thanks for the backstory there. Um, yeah. All right. So you, obviously, you've, you've, I'm sure, gotten a lot of inquiries from loan officers over the years um, asking you all these questions about video or I want to pick your brain or whatever. But like you said, seven years later, there's still not, not many people doing video. And it's so much easier to do now than when you guys started. Yeah. I'm going to ask you the obvious question. We've talked about this before. The loan officer video reluctance syndrome. Yeah. Why, why do you think that exists? Oh, man. I wish I, I wish I knew for sure. I mean, we can speculate, but it's so crazy. The people that have embraced it, and people are. It's just kind of more of a, a one-off type situation. And when they do, it's, it's, it's so easy to scale your business and reach so many people. It's so effective. Um, I, I still don't understand. I wish I could tell you why they're afraid. Um, I would guess that, you know, maybe not being comfortable talking in front of the camera, which feels like you're talking to, you know, a big group of people, um, a lot of know-how. I mean, again, I, I know how to edit, but I'm fortunate that I have, you know, RC on the team, but you know, I care about the quality of our video. So does RC. So we put a lot of time in the quality of it. And so sometimes people are like, well, I don't know how to edit. I don't have the materials. I don't have the computer, the right camera. You know, to me, that's all excuses. I think RC's like greatest attribute is the, the guy, probably because of what he went through. Um, there's never a no in him. So if he doesn't know how to do something, he's got to figure it out. Yeah. So we didn't have excuses like, you know, here's our camera and here's the, the video uh, program that we have. You know, looking back, it sucked horribly, but we had it. Or we could have acted like everybody else and gone, oh, it's not good enough. Let's not do the video. Right. We just worked with what we had and we slowly you know, upgraded uh, along the years. Um, so I think a lot of it is just excuses that people will tell themselves um, and they just got to push through it. Yeah, guys, you know, uh, let's see, like type A guys are really good at being like, well, I got to have the best of the best, right? And, and the competitive women that are in this industry, are they're the type of people that want to have the good thing so they compete at a level but a certain level that is a flawed thought process because it stops you from executing 
And so you say, I'll do it once I get this, but that's like saying you're going to lose weight once you, you know, stop wanting donuts every Friday. Like, okay, cool. But you know, like when are you going to actually start doing it? So it's not, it's not who you are and what you have. It's who are you and what are you doing? Well, and like you guys, your story, it's like, and what are you committed to as well? But, and I do want to point out here is that like you had alluded to, um, Ryan, is that, you know, it, it doesn't have to be video, right? It could be something else, but I would ask you how you rank or where you would rank video in the importance of, you know, moving forward in, in today's world, staying top of mind um, and relevant for a mortgage loan officer today. Do you think that video is required or how would you answer that? Um, I think it's required. You know, that's my opinion. I'm probably obviously going to say that because I love video. Um, but I don't want to, like you said, there's, there's, a, there's several other ways. I know it's several top producers that they still teach first-time homebuyer classes, and people might laugh and scoff at that. I know two people in my market that both did 60 and 70 million last year. I think most originators would love to have that volume. And their one-trick pony is classes. They commit to it. It's a bit old school, you could say, but they kill it with first-time homebuyer classes. Now, for me, video, to answer your question, it's easier to scale your business. I always used to say you can only have so many lunch and coffee meetings with realtors a day. I learned pretty quick, same with RC, that the video can have, you know, lunch, quote unquote, and meetings. You know, you can meet a realtor over the Internet, you know, um, at the scale of like a thousand or right. even five thousand. So I can only meet so many people in a day. The video reaches th several thousands every Monday. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and it's and it's on their terms. So for me, that's why I like the scalability of video. Right coupled with like social media, I mean, it's a no brainer, right? I mean, you got, you got a captive audience, you know, I always say, you know, fish where they fish, where they live. Well, our audience predominantly lives in Facebook as much as people want to say it's dead. It's not dead. There's hundreds of millions of people on Facebook and I know there's Snapchat and Twitter. They're still there yeah. and there's still hundreds of millions of there. And there's lots of realtors there and lots of referral partners there. So I didn't have, you know, we really didn't have that when we first got it started we got started, we had to like email it out and hope that they opened it and went to YouTube. Right. You know, now, now we push out on social media and we get a huge uh, audience just out of that. Yeah. So it's so easy to scale your business that way and just reach people that you would have never reached before, especially the hometown lender. It's so easy to get comfortable and sit in your chair and kind of only reach out to the folks that you know in your town. Um, but it's, it's crazy. We're licensed typically in a state. Why, why do we only look for business in our hometown and not even the next town over? Um, so that, that was one thing I learned pretty quick, like, Oh yes, you know, I'm down, I'm South of Seattle. I never used to go up to Seattle, get business. You know, for me, that was just a trek and the show, you know, obviously got watched in Seattle and people would reach out and I'm like, Oh yeah, there's business to be had there. I should go there. <laughs> like, there's people buying uh, homes. <laughs> yeah. There's people buying expensive homes in Seattle. Uh, so it just forced me out of my comfort zone. And I, I know it, you know, mortgage originators just get, complacent they get comfortable in their hometown and you know you're licensed in the entire state use it go to each edge and then go you know other people that are more driven will have you know licenses in other state go yep. to your neighboring state there's business everywhere and if you're not going to get it, somebody else that's more hungry will all right so let's, let's deal with the question that i often hear from loan officers about video i don't know what to say i don't you know content i lack the content how do you, how, you know, I'm a, I'm a new, relatively new loan officer. I, I'm like, okay, I want to get on video. I'm a believer, RC and Ryan. I see what you guys have done. I'm not going to do necessarily kind of do my own show, but let me just say, all right, I want to get in front of agents at scale and begin to build my presence in my local community here or Orange County. I got 15,000 agents. 
what advice would you give to me? The content question is what, what we got a lot, or what we still get today a lot. Right. Um, when I was starting the show, um, I had a friend of mine that was also a mentor uh, <laughs> say, hey, you're going to run out of content really quick. I was like, well, thanks for the vote of confidence. That makes me feel awesome. Um, and that kind of stuck in the back of my head because he's like, yeah, it's a good concept, but you know, after four or five videos, what else are you going to talk about? Well, wow. here, here we are. Who is seven this naysayer? I know. Jeez. <laughs> I, I still remember it today, obviously. I'm talking about it. Um, thank God I didn't listen to him. But seven years later, like, I feel like we're way more relevant and timely now, and we never run out of content. It's everywhere. There's always something to talk about. I mean, failed sales, right? Right. You really don't have to think that hard when you, especially if you're in the business, you know what's going on. You know, our program changing, our rates going up. Um, shoot, you got you got tons of content with, with Trump and that whole mess. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you got content everywhere and you don't even really need to be the content provider. There's a lot of people out there that use somebody else's content, but because they brought that, like our show. Yep. You know, we talk about it all the time. You don't have to shoot video necessarily. You can use our content. And if you're the person that delivered it, like Johnny in, in Oregon uh, delivered the failed sales video at a, a realtor meeting, right. I'm not going to get their business, obviously. Johnny, who presented the video, did. So he leveraged video and he leveraged somebody else's hard work to get him video. So you think it's, o- it's, it's, it's okay to repurpose other people's video content? Yes, absolutely. I think so. I mean, that's just smart to me. You're working smarter rather than harder. Now, if you're the author and creator of the content, yeah, it puts you on another level, right? Especially if you're a mortgage originator. Um, that's that's kind of how we leveraged it. But yeah, you can absolutely leverage somebody else's content. Our friends at the lighter side of real estate, they don't they don't make any content. They take everybody else's content. And if you want to go on Facebook right now and look at how many people they have in, in on Facebook, it's insane. And they'll tell you they're they're not really the content providers. They're just leveraging other people's content. Yeah, I mean, ideally, probably a mix of both, right? Yeah. I well, obviously, I love you know being the author, so I we we do that. If you uh, if you want to you know have a, a similar approach that like the Ari Source, uh, it's so easy to you can literally go on to like Housing Wire or you know MSNB any any website that talks about real estate, National Mortgage News, Mortgage News Daily. Mm. They'll give you content every day and you don't have to rip it. You can just say, hey, here's an interesting story that National Mortgage News talked about. You add your two cents in there, some flair, right. you know, and ask, you know, a provocative question. You know, did you, were you necessarily the author of that content? No, but you, but you brought it up and you posed a couple of questions. That's essentially what the five o'clock news is. They, right. I mean, they're, they don't make content. They just comment on other stories that are already out there. Yeah. So it's as simple as that. If if you want to start in video and you don't know what to talk about, look around, find a story, put yourself in front of the camera, you know, maybe have an opposing view that the author that wrote the article didn't have. You know, I love that. I love good, a good debate. I love contra- controversy. I'm a contrarian. So I'm always looking at the other side. Um, that, that works well. So um, I don't know if you want to add anything about content, but obviously I'm not the guy that creates the content all the way. Um, but I think if you just stop to observe, um, what's happening around us and, and listen to what you're saying to people consistently and maybe, maybe just have a chance to ponder, hey, I wonder if I brought it up in this way, would that be interesting? Um, I mean, there's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of conversations going on this very moment. Mm. Uh, sometimes when you want to know what to say, you first got to listen and then come up with what you want to say. So start with listening before you start talking. I think it's a big, big deal. Yeah. 
but you guys are really making the point that content is happening around us every single day. Um, we just need to be aware of it. I mean, one idea I always suggest to loan officers is, you know, you take the FAQs, the frequently asked questions that you always get in the transaction and just turn every one of those answers into a short video, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Make, make that part of your library, have a, have a page on your site, put it on YouTube, whatever, right? But, and direct people to that video as well, all right? Like when they're going through the transaction or whatnot, even with a realtor, right? Top seven things to never let your buyers do, right? When they're buying a house or something. That's a, that's a great way. We talked a lot about that. A lot of people um, will start using video that way. Mm -hmm. It'll make you more efficient because you're answering the question that you get asked every day. Um, and so a lot of people do that. I think it's a great way. It should be coupled with video that also helps you get more business, though, in my opinion. What you know you what I'm saying? Well, um, that helps you with the business that you currently have. Oh, if right. they're asking you about, hey, why is my credit score so low? You know, what, what, what's an inspection if you're a realtor and what's an appraisal? You already have captured that person's business, which is great. Again, you're, you're working smarter rather than harder. You're answering a question with a video so you don't have to have that half-hour conversation on the phone. Mm. Brilliant. But that's not going to help you get new business necessarily unless, unless you're throwing it out there on, on the Internet and you're, and you're putting some money behind it saying, hey, have you ever wondered what an appraisal really is and what it means? You know, you might, you might get some traction off of that. Uh, I'm saying do more stuff that's going to try to put you in front of more people that you're not working with now. You know, throw your nets out there and try to try to get people that you don't have now. That that, in my opinion, is how video really, really, really can work for you. You're putting yourself into people that you wouldn't have been in front of without doing that. Yeah, well, you've got three stages. You have transactional videos, right, which is what we just talked about. Ryan has lead gen videos, and then you have uh, videos for referrals, right? Uh, way to incentivize people. Uh, past customers to reach out to their friends and family and, and refer you business. But, um, you know, Zillow, even on, uh, on Zillow, like if you have your profile there, they allow you to put a video on mm -hmm. your Zillow um, profile. And part of Zillow getting optimized and having your name come up without paying money to get traffic is to have a complete Zillow profile. So just by including a video into your Zillow profile, that already puts you ahead of 99% of the people because they're afraid of doing video. And right. so with a complete profile, you're just generating traffic from people that are already looking in homes and have raised their hands and said, hey, yeah, yeah, I, I might need a mortgage here coming up pretty soon because I'm going to fall in love with the dream home I'm looking for. Hmm. Um, I mean, it's, it's a very simple concept, but as far as lead gen, there's one simple way to do something. Obviously, you can do local video SEO, so making a video and putting it up on YouTube for searches in your area and talk about things that people are already looking for to position yourself in front of, um, you know, search words that people are going to stumble across your content. What's your thought on, you know, oftentimes, um, I know I've shared this with realtors and I see sharp realtors do this. They do uh, like interview local businesses or restaurant like highlights or whatever. What do you think about an LO doing that versus a realtor? I think it's a great idea. We've talked about it. We, we, I, I did it early on in my career. Um, you know, becoming a local celebrity is kind of what we, we call it. And if, if you're the connector in your town, you know, we live in Puyallup. Um, and if you're the connector and you're the guy known for every small business around you, that's that's great. Those are all, you know, small business owners that are buying and refining and no friends that are doing the same thing. It's not necessarily like traditional mortgage marketing. But again, I mean, all all marketing or all, all mortgages is just talking with people and getting them to trust you so they'll send you business. So. I absolutely believe in that. 
Yeah, like you said, it's not traditional mortgage marketing, but I think that's what's cool about video. It gives people a lot of different options and choices. They're not just stuck in this one you know, track to run on. You can do so many things with video. Um, so let's transition real quickly. You know, I know we're getting kind of to the end of our time here. Um, a couple of ideas I'm going to throw out at you. You just kind of quickly say yay or nay and a couple of quick tips, uh, what your thoughts are on that. I see people talking about um, Facebook Live, uh, doing weekly shows or something like that. What's your reaction to how a loan officer could leverage Facebook Live? Mm, that's a good question. We actually differ on that. Um, RC is all about it, and I can definitely see um, how that can work. But we haven't jumped into that yet. I'm actually kind of excited to do our first Facebook Live event. Mm. Um, so I'm going to let RC speak on that since he's all about it. So obviously with uh, leveraging Fishing Where the Fish Are and where people are watching and Facebook Live doing push notifications to uh, followers' phones and obviously pushing to a new section on Facebook and notifying people, it's a great way to notify people uh, that you're doing it, get a lot more eyes. Um, you know, obviously from an authentic and genuine perspective, you can be very transparent. Uh, it's not edited or doctored and people appreciate that. Uh, so I think with the right message, you could do it very well. But at the same side, you know, video uh, and, and business in general is a numbers game. Uh, some more people you reach. But video is a double-sided sword. So, you know, if you look like a goon and that's what you're afraid of and you're just going to jump in with Facebook Live, you know, personally, you, know, you can mess up here and there. But I'd rather, you know, send out something that's polished, something that's a little more prideful and done with excellence so that people you know, look up to you and it's a point of position. Um, you know, if you're just looking for views and people to watch you, I mean, that, that's one thing, but if you want to provide value, you know, um, and if you can do that, Facebook Live's not a bad place to be, but, you know, be ready and be sharp on something of that sort, ask questions, get engagement, um, and have some fun with it. Be genuine to who you are. If, if you're a goofy person, have some fun. If you're a professional person, stick to your gun, just be true to who you are and people will respect that. I mean, Mortgage originators, let's be honest, they're all, we have one arm tied behind their back because mortgages aren't sexy yeah. or fun. So it would be it would be way easier if we were like, you know, whitewater rafting guides. Like, <laughs> that's exciting. <laughs> I could do a Facebook Live on that. People would attend. But um, it's difficult. It can be done. We've done it for seven years to, to gain traction and attention, uh, just strictly speaking, to mortgages. I think realtors will probably have a lot more to talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, and be able to keep their engagement a lot longer than, you know, me talking about down payment assistance yeah. <laughs> or interest rates. Right. All right. So your Facebook live show, um, can you share at all what your format's going to be or is that top secret? Um, uh, we we're yeah, honestly, we, we haven't even really thought about it a whole lot yet. So, um, we're not to the point of even talking about it. I just know that RC's pushing me like a good, you know, business partner would, uh, to do it. And, I'm the old school guy kind of resisting him a little bit. So we, we are, we're not there yet. I think if we were to do something, though, I might kind of show behind the scenes on what it would take to make it happen. Mm. I think a lot of people are very curious about the, you know, it's kind of elusive. Like, wow, I really love what you guys do, but what does it take? And if I wanted to do something like that, maybe not how you deliver it, but the technical parts of it, maybe we could just reveal some of that for people and show them the roadmap and how things work and why. You know, I think success and and any type of tra uh, let's see any type of traffic online is engineered, and so there's a roadmap to follow, and I think that people would really appreciate knowing 
how to become popular uh, and that local celebrity. And that's, that's probably where we'd go with the Facebook live. Yeah. More of a, a fun, you know, marketing spiel versus just industry news. Well, I could just see, you know, with the great job you guys do with your show and making it engaging, we'll just carry over to the Facebook live. Yeah. It's my fault. I'm a little buddy, daddy <laughs> to holding them back. <laughs> Come on, man, get on it. More people want to yeah. see you. <laughs> It'll happen. It'll happen. We just want to do it right. Um, but you know, stay tuned. Yeah, no, I'm, I'll be looking for that. All right, so let's close out with um, basic tools for anybody listening where they're like, all right, damn it, they, these guys, they've convinced me I got to get off my arse, get going with video. Um, basic tools to get started. I mean, this could run the whatever you want to throw in the mix. Obviously, you've got a tool in your pocket or purse with a smartphone, but I mean, any other platforms or tools you like out there, like BombBomb or whatever, or just anything you would suggest? Sure, I think BombBomb's a great place to start. It makes that entry easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the one thing that people don't realize as far as quality is audio really does matter. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to you know, do bomb bomb, go ahead and buy like what's called a Rode Smart Lav. Mm-hmm. We'll call it you know, 87 bucks or whatever. It plugs into your smartphone and clips onto your collar. Gives you some great audio so that nobody else hears the coffee shop or the other people in your office or the processors arguing over how to fund a file. You know, and at that moment, you've got good audio. Use your device, and um, there's all sorts of clips that clip on your phone to like gorilla pods. Yeah. And that can position your phone just about anywhere, like a small tripod. So, those two little things cost you maybe, you know, 100 bucks or so off Amazon. And it's a great place to start. BombBomb's a great tool, has an app to uh, embed video on your phone, syncs with email templates. So, it's branded. Your company will love it because it can stay compliant. And you can get out to people and push those videos on social as well. Um, you know, there's uh, obviously tons of apps. Uh, you could use YouTube Capture app if you'd like. Uh, it's the uh, version of BombBomb for YouTube, basically, where you could just record videos directly to your YouTube channel. Hmm. Um, it's a very simple app. It allows you to trim and, and cut and paste things and add background audio notes, um, cancellation, and just, you know, iTunes music and stuff of that sort. So those are some simple tools. Um, you know, if you're in the real estate side of things and not necessarily just mortgage, you could use that. You know, there's a, a PhotoSynth app that does a little more like 3D rendering for homes and, and stitching things together. So, you know, there's all sorts of ways to use video. You don't have to be direct to camera. What about so, editing? Editing? Uh, iMovie on an iPhone's pretty darn simple, cheap, and very easy. If you wanted to go with iMovie on uh, a laptop, that's a great platform as well. Um, you know, you can get more complex, but it's not really necessary with today's expectations. Yeah, I'm just trying. I know the other apps are like Videolicious, for example, one big in the real estate space. Um, yeah, the whole I mean, go- kind of a dime a dozen, honestly. Yeah. Quick search on the App Store, you can find just about anything. And by the you way, know, you can people. you can outsource video editing to like Fiverr and other places. Yeah, I think you can. I think um, not a bad thing to do if, as long as you stick with the same person. Yeah. Your marketing should be consistent. What people a lot of times do is they'll they're out with this person and then they'll dip off the radar and they won't be in the limelight. And then they want to do another video because they went to a seminar and they got excited about what they need to do. And then they get back and shoot three videos and it feels like something else. And then they do Facebook Live. And to Ryan's point, there's nothing consistent. So how are you going to be top of mind if you're not consistent? How do you expect results if you're going to be inconsistent? So um, you know, having a consistent brand that people can relate to, buy into, like, trust, share – People are going to share your content right off the get-go. You have to have consistency with it for them to get that viral reach. So um, that's why I think branding has a lot more to do with 
people's success than just video content in general. Mm. Well, and content and quality to me are equally important, but you know, Gary Vaynerchuk said something, I don't know, it was like last week or the week, week before he said, no amount of money spent boosting bad content will make it good content. Now paraphrasing, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Content to me can trump bad quality, but bad qual or good quality can't trump bad content. So, right. Uh, sometimes if your message is good enough, you can literally shoot it on your iPhone with no tools and you'll get engagement. Um, so I would make sure, you know, that's my two cents doing this for as long as I can, you know, uh, less is more. Don't, don't pump out videos every single day and just pump out garbage and, and train your audience to tune you out. Do, and that's exactly why we only do one a week. It's tough to do it every week. I don't know that there's enough to talk about every day. Um, so make sure your content is good. It can trump quality but it doesn't go the other way around. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't, don't, what was that phrase you used? Don't train your viewers to tune out. Don't train your audience to, to ignore you. I, I had a, we had a controversial show a while back that talked <laughs> about the 33 touch program. And some people were offended that, um, love that. And, and again, being a contrarian, I said, well, if, if you're not at, you know, providing true value, all you're doing is training your consumer to go ignore, ignore, junk box, finally unsubscribe. Um, so oh, I know I, what you mean. The 33 touch yeah. program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I would rather do, you know, only three a year. But those three are just gangster, badass, con you know, content. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe you can do five or six, but, you know, train your audience to go, this guy or girl brings good stuff. And whenever I see that email, I want to open it. Whenever that video comes out, I know it's going to be good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. That's good advice. Yeah. Man. Leave well, them wanting more. Exactly. Exactly. Don't overkill. Yeah. I think uh, once a week is probably a great pace for somebody to shoot for. And the other, I guess, tip I would give, and I know, I assume you guys do this. I don't know, but, um, you know, it makes sense to, to map out some type of a marketing calendar. I know that probably sounds ridiculous for some loan officers listening, but. You know, no, it's it's easier to plan out. Okay, what am I going to talk about for the next two or three, maybe four weeks? Right, be bold, go four weeks. Yeah, um, that's great advice. I think one, you know, again, we're doing it once a week. It's not overwhelming. It's not going to take over your business. You know, it's got to complement your business. It can't take over it. Yeah. Um, you got the weekend to think about it sometimes if you need it. So, uh, it's easier to stay committed. Back to our original point. Once a week's great. You know, if you need to start once a month, do it. Just keep doing. On it, you know, yeah. if you at the end of the year and you pumped out 12 videos, great, you pumped out 12 videos. Let's see if we can do, you know, 15 next year and 30 the year after that. So that's good advice, you know, from you. You don't have to get be perfect, just have to get going. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, uh, I'm a Nazi when it comes to my calendar. So I put it in my calendar to write uh, throughout the week. Um, I'll see tons of content on the internet and I'll drop all that stuff into my possible show, shows folder. And at the end of the week, I'll look at the 15 stories that I've, you know, earmarked. And a lot of the times I'll blend like six of them together mm -hmm. into one show. Sometimes I'll use only one of them. Sometimes I'll use none. But if you do the little things throughout the week, when it comes time to write or actually shoot, you won't be so overwhelmed going, ah, oh, shoot, what should we talk about here? You know, you, you won't have that problem. Yeah, I'm curious. Do you um, work off a teleprompter or do you just have it, you know, it's so dialed in your head now, you just get up and work it? No, well, we have one. I mean, we have a we have a fifty inch that is our teleprompter, but um, more often than not, it's just kind of bullet points. Uh, yeah. 
if you do read a script, nothing against it. Um, sometimes people will take that as not being authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, so just be cognizant of that. Right. Um, you know, um, when you're when it's off the top of your head or from your heart, it, it comes off authentic and genuine. Exactly. I'm not saying a teleprompter can't work. It definitely can. You just have to be good at it. Yeah, you got to. It's a learn skill, but it helps keep you on track. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't overanalyze it, especially if you're right. new, new to video. Just yeah, speak to, speak on a topic, get familiar with it, know it. It can. You start with your mortgage stuff. That's fine to get started, get your feet wet, and then start to expand the topics from there. And just uh, like you said, Ryan, just speak speak from the heart. What what's really working is authenticity. Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right. So um, where? I mean, obviously, where can people find more about you? Where should they go watch the show? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, website's theresource.tv. That's also the RE source. Ha, 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 pun intended. Um, <laughs> sorry, bad joke, bad joke. Um, so yeah, check it out, theresource.tv. Obviously, we're on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter, whole nine yards, LinkedIn. So uh, basically, anywhere you guys stumble across us, you'll, uh, you'll end up watching the show. And if you get a chance, subscribe if you'd like. Share it with a friend, family member, coworker. If you uh, hate us, give us a good comment and we'll uh, have a little rebuttal. I'm joking. <laughs> That's all good stuff. I, I love the, the uh, your, kind of your tagline here. I'm on your Facebook page. Humor, insight, truth, trends, and spoofs. Preach. <laughs> that is good stuff, man. That's basically us in a nutshell. Yeah, and, yeah that and, sums up an hour pretty quickly. Yeah. And, and a shout out and a shout out to uh, the main man. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> right on right on ricky bobby <laughs> right on ricky bobby all right guys listen thanks so much for being part of today's show i know it was uh, packed with lots of ideas and for you listeners thanks for tuning in if you like it leave your comments love to hear your comments and feedback if you haven't subscribed yet please do so on stitcher or itunes if you're listening on the blog leave a comment there i appreciate you tuning in and uh we'll see you on the next show Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com. Hey guys, what's up real quick. Uh, you've heard about the mortgage marketing pro membership before. And I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents, butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? 
You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.